0: going on hog line nation welcome back to the hog line podcast i am your host mitchell manis alongside my co-hosts jack manis and andrew schreffler welcome back folks you are listening to the 215th episode of the podcast uh buckle in folks episode 215 as we approach week 15 in the nfl season uh that is sad because we only have four regular season weeks of football left and then the playoffs, of course, but it just, it's, it's full steam ahead. Um, fantasy playoffs, in most cases, are getting uh, underway this week. So, best of luck to all of you who are chasing championship glory. Uh, I didn't plan on sharing this, but I guess w- before we get into our segments and stuff, uh, I, in, in, in my main redraft league, I need Kyler Murray. To get twenty one point one points, and I had my Kyler Murray jersey on, and I was so excited. I'm like, "This is the night. It all depends on him." You know, I think he's going to get it done. I had a good feeling about it before I even sat down to turn on the TV. The same, like, it it happened, and as if you know, if you're watching the game or anywhere on social media on NFL Twitter, uh, Kyler Murray unfortunately tore his ACL last night. And, uh, before I even could even get my hopes up, it was just all completely taken away from me. And I was sitting there in shock. I barely even watched the rest of the game. I turned on some hockey and yeah, it was a very sad night. So, uh, don't let my despair take away from anyone else who's in, uh, the playoffs and in their league. So best of luck. Um, but yeah, I felt. I felt as cursed as Shref has been for his bets all season. We so. don't talk about that. We don't talk about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how are you guys doing?
1: Doing well. Feeling good. good. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Um, today's segments are going to include... We're not doing Eagles Rant of the Week uh, as we do every week. Instead, we're going to be substituting that for uh meat rank of the week and uh, i'm sure that'll be that'll be fun chef will have some stern words for mr meat carol um so that'll be fun and then we'll be talking about the steelers and the disappointing sunday that it was um and also the health of kenny pickett suffering his first potentially second who knows about that first concussion protocol situation um Concussion of the season, so we will see if he uh, maybe is healthy enough to go this Sunday. If maybe even this, we'll discuss all, all the possibilities with that situation, and of course we will be uh, ending with sports book donation of the week at the end of the show. But without further ado, uh, I definitely want to hear this uh, meat rant of the week. The first, well, we've had many unofficial meat rant of the weeks. But this is our first, uh, official one on the books. So chef, take it away.
2: Yeah. Well, this is, this is a bittersweet thing to have to do because it, it's, it's a good thing because the fact that I'm doing this rant means that I have nothing bad to say about the Eagles, which is, you know, that that's always a great sign. We're having a good time with that, but as happy as I am with the Eagles, it, I've, it, Oh boy. I've been tested these last two weeks by, by one man in particular, uh, being, being Mr. Meat himself. Um, you know, this team, man. They, we, when we came into this year in the preseason, uh, we all thought, you know, Seattle was going to be bottom of the barrel. You know, they, you trade away your franchise quarterback, and you get not that much back outside of picks. Like we think Drew Locke's going to be the starter. We're like, this is just not going to go well. Season starts, and here comes Geno Smith, and the, you know, the boys are rolling. They, they are absolutely rolling. To the point where, like, their their offense was looking so good. The point where we were we, – we just – there was a point in the middle of the season where we were just kind of like, yeah, this is just a playoff team. This is a good team. And they're just going to – it seems like they're just going to keep on winning. Then something changed, uh, uh, I guess, like a couple weeks ago where all of a sudden these games weren't as comfortable anymore. Then you get the loss last week against uh, – I believe it was Oakland last week, correct? Yeah, I'm not mistaken on that one. Um, guess- that one was – Ad, but at the same time, the Raiders offense like has been weird this year. Like sometimes they come out and they just look like insane and sometimes they don't. And that was a week where they just look good. And I was like, you know what? Seahawks did not look good, but like, you know, Raiders, they're not a good team, but they're, you know, they, they have some things there. Now, this week, oh boy, this week you get Carolina. This is a team to start. They're starting Sam Darnold. We, we, we all know the story of Sam Darnold, don't we? We all do. Um, a bit of a journeyman at this point, not nothing crazy. We, we, we know what we're getting with him. Um, the Seahawks, I believe Chuba Hubbard and Dante Foreman rushed the ball, uh, 35 times total and both did it. One, uh, Chuba Hubbard did it for five yards of carry. Dante Foreman did it for about four yards of carry. Um, so they were just kind of running all over him all day. Uh, the, you know, incredible talent of LaVisca Chennault, Terrace Marshall Jr., who could forget Shee Smith, you know, how are you going to forget Shee? Um, well, just all these absolute knots on the offense. And they hang 30. They hang 30 on Seattle. And then on offense, Geno Smith, who's been pretty good this year, There's two picks, certainly not ideal. You got Travis Homer going nine carries, 26 yards, two yards a carry, awesome. Panthers defense, I mean, we all know the Panthers defense this year, boys. They've been unreal. They've been great. Um, so, uh, meat that I'm calling you out personally now, Meat. I'm tired of it. I'm absolutely tired of it. I, we, we all had the opinion of not liking meat and then he did just enough to have me change my mind to be like, Hey, maybe this guy's all right. And then as soon as I change my mind on him, he just flips it right back the other way on me. I'm, I'm, I've never been more out on meat. I might become vegetarian at this point. I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. Thoughts.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just you just you summed it up perfectly because you were so against them. You're like, I don't know, this may this has got this maybe but the last year, uh, maybe his message is kind of getting stale, whatever. You were very critical of him, mm-hmm. and then he comes out. We're like, wow, midseason award looking at, we're looking at Meet Carroll, Coach of the Year, you and shut me up. you you backtrack, you do a, you pull a shack and say, I'm sorry, I was not familiar with your game, mm-hmm. uh, and then. He just makes you look like a fool. Like a fool twice. He's made me exactly. look like a fool
2: twice this season. And I, I shouldn't have allowed to happen once. It's, it, it's, it's more on me than anything. You know what? Like This is more of a rant against myself. I don't know why I completely flipped on Meet Carol. I should, have been, I should have been smarter about it. I should have taken a step back and been like, hey, you know what? I know what this guy is deep down, and I need to just give him time to show it to me. And I didn't. I jumped the gun, and that's, that's, that's on me. You know, it's on me. Hand up.
0: I think... Uh, before Jack comments here, if he does have any comments, I would like to sum, up, sum it up by saying, uh, to quote J. Cole, I think the perfect phrase could be, uh, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. uh, yeah, but I think that that it up perfectly. Jack, do you have if any? You have to, but
2: I mean, also in that song, what happens the third time might, might happen. <laughs> if, if, oh if he's not careful. So you better watch
1: out. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Okay. Um check. Any comments?
1: Um
3: was Ken Walker hurt? Did he didn't play in this game at all. Him
0: DJ Dallas and Ken Walker were inactive.
3: Okay. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I we should give should we give any credit to the job that Steve Wilkes is doing? I
2: I I will give Steve Wilkes, I will certainly give Steve Wilkes credit. He's he is he certainly has them playing for him, and they're not they're not out of this. I think they realize that. But it's it's more one of those things where like when I just don't see how you get out like how you get overmatched by by that Panthers roster. It just especially like like it's it's one thing with you know like the Geno interceptions and stuff. Like the defense has some guys, but like at offense, like you can't. Pretty points against that defense isn't really good.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a true testament to how poor Seattle defense is playing, and uh, how potentially scary you know Christian McCaffrey coming to town on Thursday could look. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, just a quick word in the Panthers too. I know it's not the the main topic of this discussion here, but uh, they control their own destiny. If they went out, they are NFC South champions. Yeah. So they don't, they, have, they don't have to rely on anyone else. They play the Bucs, uh, and they're only one game out of the division leads. So that is certainly interesting to watch for a team that looked dead in the water uh, halfway through the season. So good on them. Uh, are we ready to talk about the Steelers? Uh, yes. Reluctantly. Yes. I was at the game on Sunday. The Steelers fell to the Ravens 16-14. It, it's just a very frustrating game because I think it's pretty clear. I think most people would agree that we win this game if Kenny plays. Uh, and just the main the main difference is, you know, we said it for the past four weeks. Kenny hasn't turned the ball over since the Eagles game in October. So, and Mitch had three very ill timed interceptions. Uh, They were all in Ravens territory. Two of them, I know one of them was in the red zone. One of them was just outside the red zone. The other was like at the 35. Uh, And just the, the two golden rules of football is you can't turn the ball over or in general, but if you're going to turn the ball over, don't do it in your own, within your own 20 and their own 20. Those are the worst places to turn the ball over. And it was just, it was tough to watch. And with our season hanging in the balance, you know, if we win this game, things are really looking up. Uh, and it's just so deflating because Kenny, you know, obviously I'm there. I'm really excited to watch him play. And he does he has two possessions and, and then he's gone. He threw one pass in the game and then you feel like your chances dwindle a lot. Uh, so that was very frustrating and and. You know, deflating and heartbreaking to see. You really hope he's okay. I mean, it's, it's concerning when a guy has two head injuries like that close within each other. Um, so I don't know. I hope this isn't, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really don't have many other words. I know the run defense was pretty bad. J.K. Dobbins in his first game back goes for 120 on us. That's certainly not ideal at all. Um, it's just, it's tough to watch because. I know the defense, they looked poor, uh, especially in the first quarter. They have 10 points right away. But then especially when Huntley went out of the game, and you have Anthony Brown in there, who didn't even look good in college, could barely throw a pass at all. You, you knew with almost certainty that it was going to be run, 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 and you could do absolutely nothing about it. Um, it just isn't it's not what Steeler football is accustomed to over the past decades. You know, we always have a good run defense and defense in general. And it's just, it's, it's that, that looked bleak. And uh, now, I mean, we're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but now you have to win out and have rely on other teams. So the season is pretty much shot at this point. And, uh, you know, at this point, I'm sure Jack will have his opinion too. I mean, Kenny's he's, he's going to play if he's ready to go. but I mean, it's just I just want him to be healthy and get through the season and
1: progress. Uh,
3: I agree for sure. No, it's you said you let off of it, and there's there's no doubt the Steelers would have won if Kenny played um with Mitch's interceptions. like, and they weren't they were on him. Like they were just bad decisions. And it's also pretty frustrating, because Mitch, like, didn't... At one point, he was, like, 18 of 23. Or, like, 18 of 22. I think he was 18 of 22, but then four three of his four incompletions were picks. So, like, he was managing the game well. Like, he had a, a deep ball to Pickens that was slightly underthrown, but still good enough. Pickens got it. And, like, he was, like, making plays, but just those drive killers really, really stung, and... Yeah, Kenny doesn't hasn't turned the ball over since October. And you I had to imagine that he doesn't turn it over um on both of those times at the 20 and 25 and then that's six more points at least if we uh don't score a touchdown there. Just to get two field goals so then uh yeah, it's that's what's frustrating. And like I haven't really been getting too upset or frustrated over losses because I I know what this season is. Like it's not like we're going a 10 for Super Bowl, but it's always fun to make the playoffs when you can, and not just for fans, but also for team. Like if you have if you make the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, that results in a lot of buy in from the team, and there's a lot more momentum going forward into next year. Not to say that there won't be because there's still sub, I still think there's something to salvage out of this season. Uh, without a playoff berth, uh, I mean, you could just point to injury. Like if Kenny's healthy and if TJ Watt's healthy, we, I think, would be a playoff team, and I think the rest of the team would believe that. So, um, yeah, more looking forward to the off season and now see and see what uh, our new GM Omar Khan can do uh, or will do. Uh, I know he's been in the organization, but not as our as the GM, the guy in charge. So we to see what he's going to do in year one, uh, hoping to, he can be aggressive and build around Kenny. And I guess that's all I got to say. Yeah, rush defense was bad. And yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I can kind of agree in the sentiment of what you said of how not getting overly concerned with losses this season, because uh, this season is about... The progression of a young quarterback but this one this one this one was definitely the most heartbreaking loss of the season um just because we had that glimmer of hope things have been looking better over the past month and um it, this just changes the whole outlook of the rest of the season so uh it's
1: just um <laughs> yeah sorry jack i know um but yeah, so I mean, there's
0: not much else to say. Um, and we can... Um,
1: are you guys anything else? Do you guys want to move on to the picks or no? Uh,
3: yeah. I'm good to move on.
0: Alright. So now we're going to transition to sportsbook
1: donation of the week. We, to say the least, we're terrible collectively. Update the records.
0: Uh, yeah, one second. Let me let me pull it up here. But as a unit, as a trio, we went one and eight in week fourteen. So we are truly living up to the segment name. Uh and we rightfully so transitioned from lock of the week to sports book donation of the week because man, it has been rough. Um not to pour salt on the wounds. I did text in our group chat, Shref, you are 2-10 and 10 in your last oh, um, 12.
1: So in order,
0: in order to make a run at this thing, you are going to need to have some positive momentum to close out the season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but an update on the records, we have myself at 19-19-1. So I am now even right at, right at 500. Jackson second at 17-22. and 22. And Shref is in third at fifteen and twenty-four.
3: So I'm like two and a half games back.
0: You are two and a half games back. Shreff is four and a half games back. Yeah, I'm way out of there now. I got some. I got some climbing to do. Yes, you do. Uh, to recap, what our picks were last week, uh, I went over three. I had Titans minus three and a half. They lost big time outright to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did not see that one coming at all. Um, I had the Giants plus six and a half. They got absolutely wrecked by the Eagles. And uh, I thought what what was the lock of all locks was the Chiefs Broncos under uh, 43 and a half. And that did not hit at all. Uh, The Broncos decided to score 28 points, uh, much to my dismay. Jack had the Chiefs to cover eight and a half and also... That was very shocking to me. That was I was going to pick that for one of my spread picks, but he picked it before I could, and they only win by six against the Broncos. Uh, Vikings plus one and a half. uh, The Lions took care of them pretty handedly, and uh, the one pick that we all that out of any three of us got right, Jack got right in the um, Browns Bengals under forty seven and a half. Treff joined me in going over three. Uh we, we already know about the Seahawks. We don't have to harp on that. Uh the Dolphins minus two and a half. They didn't look that great uh on Sunday night football and they did not cover against the Chargers. Uh and he also had the Jags, Titans under forty two and a half that did not hit. Uh I think they went over by like fourteen, I think, right? Wasn't it thirty eight yeah, w- some thirty six, up- twenty two or something? I don't know. Yeah, it didn't end up being very close.
2: The
1: Jaguars just Kept scoring points
0: right uh so that brings us to this week um and i have first selection here and i have one that may cause some controversy not controversy but discussion Mm. uh i don't know if you guys have any inkling of where i'm going to be going with this
1: but uh any guesses
2: are you going to go back to the,
1: to the Broncos' underwell?
0: No, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a question here that will lead mm. into my selection. Um, so as we all know, uh, since 2010, as a home underdog, Mike Tomlin has the best record against
1: the spread. and he guesses who is the second best uh, as a coach? As a home underdog? Yep. Hey. Um, is it meat? Carol? It's meat, Mother and <laughs> Carol.
3: Oh, no, no.
0: <laughs> At 18 and seven. Uh, the Seahawks are plus three and a half Thursday night against the 49ers. Uh, I just have a strong feeling about this one. Maybe I'll be joining Shref in, uh, the next installment of meat row. But for now, I'm all in baby. I really am. I just think another – I just think the public's going to be high in the Niners, especially after their blowout win against the Bucks and the Seahawks blowing that game to the Chargers. Not Chargers, excuse me, Panthers um, in an upset loss. And uh, home dog, short week. I just – I love it. Give me the Hawks plus three and a half. Um, another fun little tidbit. I was thinking of my picks when I was taking a shower earlier this evening. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, meat, Carol. I'm going with the Seahawks. As soon as I'm thinking that, my girlfriend comes in to the bathroom to announce that dinner's ready. And she says, the meat's done. So I'm like, what? Meat? <laughs> I was just thrown for a loop. I was literally like not even looking. And then all of a sudden I hear, the meat's done.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> what? It was so a sign.
0: <laughs> it was a sign. So I had to do it. Um, Seahawks plus three and a half, lock it in. How do you feel about that, Trev?
2: uh i mean you you had the stats to back it up i i have no words about that man anymore you 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 have fun you know i hope he does well for you
0: thank you yeah thank thank you uh jack you are on the clock here
1: few ones i like um also, my first sorry, one
0: Sorry to interrupt here. I'll give me extra time, extra second to think about it. I did download Spandle now, so I do have the correct lines that we'll all be using. So we're all in unison now. I wow, look at that. Cool.
3: Um I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus 14.
1: Ooh. Whoa! Going right yep. back to the Chiefs. Yep. Um, I think this spread should be the same
3: as what it was last week for the Texans. But since they kept it competitive against the Cowboys, who've shown they can slip up at times and play weird games, um, I think oh. the Chiefs are just going to stop them because they're just so much better. And, yeah, I could see it. It should be more
1: than 14-point game. All right. Ballsy, in my opinion. Um... I don't
0: necessarily know if I completely agree, but... Um,
1: who's even I
3: quarterback? Mean, because have said at the beginning of this, like, who's like, they they're going with two quarterbacks? They
2: have, quarterback by committee. They have Mills, and then they have Driscoll, who's, they, they pretty much did, like, a one-half Mills, one-half Driscoll thing, or maybe it was, like, three, three quarters, one quarter, but they, they said they felt like it worked, so they said they're probably going to do it again.
0: Ew, it's like a preseason game.
2: Like my only guess is like my only thought is like I guess maybe like having to see two different quarterbacks in one game could be like difficult. But I don't like when it's if Davis- they're both, and, If they're both well, not good, It seems they're like really just, 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 it seems like they're just compounding their problems. But
0: they're they're just trying to throw <clears> trying to see if anything works at this point. Having fun. I guess they're having a good time. I think okay, back to back picks for Shreff.
1: Oh, I gotta be real careful here
0: from now on, don't I? You do. You have no room for error.
1: really don't. Uh, I'm going to take a bounce back game.
2: I'm going to take the Vikings minus four and a half at home against the Colts for my first one. Um, Vikings offense actually looked good against the, the Lions. You had the bad Dalvin fumble that kind of took them out of a spot in one spot, but Kirk through for, I think, 400. Jefferson caught 200 yards, more than that. Um, Colts are. I mean, we you know we had like the one, the Raiders game week where we were like maybe this Jeff Saturday guy might might have figured out, and then quickly remembered that he still is probably going to take some time before he has them looking pretty good. Um, I think I don't know. To me, it feels like if if the Vikings win that Lions game, I feel like this line's probably bigger. I I just think the I just think the I think the Vikings are. I think they outmatch the Colts, and I've said this before with some teams, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust them here. I think they bounce back. I think O'Connell's still a good coach. I think we'll get them turned around. I think the defense will show up a little bit more hopefully next week. So Vikings minus four and a half will be my first.
0: Right, before before you take your second, I would do want to pat myself on the back, uh, because whenever Jeff Saturday did get hired, I did pick them to cover yeah. against the Raiders. And mm. I did say they'd lose out after that. Mm. So, so far, yeah. I'm, I am right. I said they win against the Raiders, lose out. They're one and three, but they're only win being the first game. So, we'll see if that continues.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel okay about that one. Um, next one.
0: I mean, the last time we saw the Colts, they lost 54 to 19. So, they can't you know be what? mad at that one. You
2: know what, Mitchell, you. You're going back to the well on something that I have been doing. I'm gonna go back to the well on something that you just did that didn't work. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Broncos under. I'm gonna take Broncos Cardinals under thirty six and a half as my I second one. That next. Um obviously Kyler getting hurt for the year does not help, so it's gonna be a, a Colt McCoy led game. Um Broncos, I don't I, I have no explanation for what happened in that Chiefs game. No explanation. But I can only assume that they're going to kind of return back to what they have been the entire season outside of that game. Um, and I mean, their defense, I mean, obviously the chiefs lit them up, but it is the chiefs. I think the defense shows back up and does what they've been doing, which is just simply like not allowing points. So I think we're probably going to get a low scoring affair here. Um, so yeah, under 36 and a half.
3: Let's go right back. I also, to the- I also feel like, I mean, Russ had a pretty bad concussion. Yeah, I, I feel like they shouldn't play him because they were I mean, obviously for his safety, but they're eliminated from playoff contention officially last yeah. week, so I yeah. there's no really need to rush him back at all. But does that help? I was just gonna say it under? could end up
2: could end up hurt
3: could end up hurting the under. Yeah. But I like that a lot, that's a good one. Even though it's really 36.5, but hey, Broncos have shown many times probably. Except for last week. Except for
2: last week, that that number has
1: not mattered.
3: Right. Um, The next one I like, uh, I'll go with the Dolphins plus 7.5. I like that. I was looking at it. Could be a little undervalued because they lost by what was the final on Sunday night? Was it by 7 to the Chargers? Maybe that was a little more, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember. I forget the t- the final, but uh, I could see them bouncing back a little bit. And the Bills haven't looked great. They only beat the Jets by eight. Um, and just the past couple weeks, Allen hasn't looked fantastic. Uh, I mean, I think it's because of the elbow. Um, but I could see the Dolphins keep it close. The only thing that's nerv- that makes me a little nervous is that it's in Buffalo. And it's going to be cold, and just the Dolphins playing the cold doesn't seem uh, very strong. But um, I just think that they're they're not seven and a half points worse than the Bills. Like they can lose twenty one to twenty eight and still cover this. So I, I like the the number.
0: I really, uh, I really jinxed myself because, you know, I said two weeks ago I haven't had one of my picks stolen. And then last week Jack stole with the Chiefs. Then this week, I think we were all three for three because Jack was your first pick for the total. Going to be the Cardinals Broncos under. Yeah, yeah, and that was going to be mine too. So we were all thinking wow. about the same same one. So glad I grabbed it. Uh, yeah, I was going to go right back to a Treff because, you know, I I I don't want to have recency bias of just last week because I mean okay. clearly it's been winning all season long. So yeah, um, it's sure to bounce back. Uh, and then I was gonna pick. I was debating even picking Dolphins plus seven and a half for my first pick here, uh, but I wanted to make sure I got that meet Carol in there. So I went with the Seahawks.
1: We um, all like
3: the same picks. That doesn't make me feel more confident after our yeah, win. No, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> that makes me feel now.
0: That is a valid point. <laughs> uh, my next one is going to be uh, Titans plus three. Ooh. They play the Chargers in L.A. Uh, not that it matters that it's in L.A., but
1: I'm just thinking t-
0: uh, Chargers, very bad run defense, let have a lot of yards on the ground. Um, and another one of those things where I feel like people are going to be on the Chargers because of their overperformance perhaps on Sunday Night Football and the Titans did not look good at all. Um, I just checked the Chargers I don't know I don't know how this ranks against the rest of the NFL. I don't know if you guys know this off the top of your head or could look this up, but uh Chargers had 10, 10 of their 13 games have been one possession. I feel like that's kind of high. So I feel like the Chargers are always in close games. Uh, and I don't know. I just like the Titans because of um,
1: – I, I don't know.
0: I think they'll bounce back. The Chargers' defense doesn't scare me, especially stopping the run. And uh, I think Henry's going to have a nice game. And I think the Titans can even win this game, but I still get a field goal if not. So,
3: all oh, one possession stat, though, like can't the Chargers still cover and it be one possession?
0: I know. I know. It wasn't a, it wasn't a bulletproof were they, were they stat. Just, I'm just saying that was just saying their, they was played all played.
3: the games or just their losses or their all wins, games. I mean,
0: wins and losses. How many? I'm just saying in general that okay. they play close games. 'Cause it just I just it feels like they do, don't they? Doesn't it feel yeah. that way to you?
3: It does, but that's that would be more uh more of a factor if this was a seven and a half point spread, then you would take the underdog. You want know to I, I mean? know.
0: I know, I know. I'm just saying in general. Um okay. they they feel like they, they don't really they always just keep it close no matter what. They don't get blown out or blow anyone out. Again, I don't know I don't know how ten out of thirteen ranks against the other teams, but it just, I don't know, it gives me a little more comfort. Um, the next one I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a game that's already been picked, but for my total. Um, I'll be going with
1: the uh, Bill's Dolphins under 42 and a half. And it's because there's going to be snow. That's
0: it. And, and, it. It's, and it's a divisional game post week 10. And usually, as I brought up, previously on other weeks in the show um that is a 59 percent um win rate over the past decade i believe so it's always a fair play and uh yeah on top of that jack yeah you mentioned the cold but i i do believe there's going to be like
1: multiple inches of snow forecasted for saturday night in buffalo okay all right jack you're up Um, He's scrambling. No, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, ooh, that's really tough. Well, I'll say this now while you're thinking. Okay.
0: Um, so the reason why... So I... You know, I've picked a favorite at least one every week in the past four weeks. And I realized, so I went back and checked. So I, in addition to our, our picks here on the show, as you guys know, as I've said in our group chat a few times, I also predict every game against the spread, just on my own to see how I do. Uh, and I've been keeping track of it this season. I've been doing really well in general. Uh, my overall record is now 108, 93, and seven. Um, however. I've kept track of when I pick favorites and when I pick underdogs, when I pick favorites, I'm only 54 and 58. So I have a losing record, but picking underdogs, I'm 50. I also, I'm 54, 30, 54, 35, and seven. So that's like a big disparity right there. Then I realized that trend. I also went back and calculated all of my, uh, for our, our picks on the show here, what I am for picking favorites, picking underdogs, for picking favorites, I'm five and nine, picking underdogs eight, five, and one. So mm-hmm. I just what I did, I looked at all the games, looked at all the underdogs that I liked and all the favorites, and I just discounted the favorites and only chose from the underdogs. So that was my rationale there. Interesting. Yeah. So for some so reason only... I've just I've just been better at picking underdogs this year. So I just I decided to to only focus on them for this week and see how it goes.
3: And um You have the Titans, and what was your first
0: one? I have the uh, Seahawks plus three and a half on Thursday night, and
1: Titans plus three against the Chargers.
0: Good
3: anecdote. I settled on the Eagles-Bears over. What is it? 48 and a half. Uh, The past three weeks... The Eagles have put up 48 points, 35 points, and 40 points, and this Bears defense is worse than all three of the ones they face. So, I mean, maybe the Eagles can cover this by themselves. And I mean, the I mean, the Eagles do have a solid defense, but Fields can, has put up points. What has he done recently? What has he done lately? They had a uh, buy last week. They had a buy last week oh, with the Packers. They put up 19. Um, I
0: mean yeah re- realistically I mean I think if they put up yeah. 17 points then you should be good
3: yeah like they did 19 last week or last time they played against the Packers before that it was uh, Fields in play against the Jets and then they did 24 30, 32, 29 so uh, it's a high number but I would expect this to hit, then to hit that so
1: my pick.
0: I like that. It's one of the few overs that I, uh, I usually shy away from them, but uh, I like that.
1: All right, Jeff, your final pick here. Mm, I'm going to do a divisional matchup. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some faith
2: in, uh, in one of Mitchell's guys who's going to be getting his, uh, his first start on Sunday. I'm going to take the Falcons to cover four against the Saints.
0: Love it. Um, I was thinking about it. Yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. I think, I mean, it, for me, I don't think the Saints should be favored by four against any team. That's kind of, that, that's, that's, that's part of it. Second of all, divisional matchup always is going to keep it close. Hopefully we'll see. Um, And I trust Ritter. I don't know. I I think, I think especially the fact that they had the bye week, obviously both teams did, but I think Ritter getting that, that extra week to kind of prepare and he knows exactly what he's going to be walking into, I think is going to help a lot. Um, the Saints team kind of seems like they're in disarray. They got all those fines uh, for the for the whole fake injury thing, whatever. Not that that affects the game, but it, it just seems like they're kind of a mess. I don't trust Andy Dalton. Um, I don't know. I think I think Ritter is going to come out and do enough to at least to at least keep this close. So I'm going to take the Falcons plus four as my second one, or as my second game, uh, as my second spread selection. There we go.
0: There you go. There you have it. Um, before I re- recap what we picked here I saw and it's interesting to think about how if the Saints would have held on last weekend's the Bucks when we were when we recorded last week in that Monday night game the whole NFC South would be five and seven right now
1: mm.
0: that is crazy
1: to yeah think about. I, was actually,
0: really- I saw
3: the standings yesterday and I thought the same thing what a shame I mean
0: I, I mean I didn't go back and look but I'm sure they had like a 99% win percentage uh, at one point throughout that game. Yeah, so probably. <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. So all right, so this week uh, I picked Seahawks plus three and a half, Titans plus three, and the Dolphins Bills under 42 and a half. Jack has Chiefs minus fourteen, Dolphins plus seven and a half, and the Eagles Bears over 48 and a half, and Treff has Vikings minus four and a half, Falcons plus four and the Cardinals and Broncos under 36 and a half. That's going to be one ugly football game. <laughs> All right, folks, that's the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Holidays are coming around the, the corner, so enjoy the time with your family and your friends. As I said at the top of the show, best of luck in your fantasy playoffs. Uh, and, um, and, yeah, have a good time, folks. Go football see any, uh any closing remarks
1: no no i think we i think i think we we cool
0: good all right have a good one folks
3: see
2: you oh there we go thoughts prayers matt stairs, county fairs grizzly bears kevin Ware, armpit hair evil layers nightmares prickly pears tender care chocolate
1: eclairs juan pierre and solitaire